Hey everyone, before we get started today, I just wanted to first acknowledge the hardships of 2020. And I want you all to know that Martin and I give our hearts out to everyone affected by COVID-19 and really just 2020 in general. And while I myself haven't experienced loss directly, we can't even begin to know what some of you must be going through, and to that we really do give our deepest condolences. That being said, we want you all to know that we are nothing but open to be an ear or just something, just to be something to take your mind off of the bad for a while. We love you all and can't say enough how thankful we are to have you being a part of what we're trying to do here. 2020 has sucked beyond belief, but let's try and keep the faith that brighter days are ahead and try and find solace in the fact that one of the worst years in generations is quickly making its way behind us. Thank you again, and let's make 2021 the bounce back we all need. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Almost Cool. I'm in the studio with Jordan, and we're having a good time, and we hope you are too. And What's up, everybody? <laughs> oh, man, it's good. It's good. How you, uh, how you feeling today, buddy? Dude, I am I'm feeling great today. Like it's chilly outside. I've got my old man sweater on. It's really nice. Like <laughs> <laughs> old man sweater. You got that sweater weather going on. It's the perfect time to stay cozy. You know. Bro, I got this sweater for four dollars at the Goodwill, like in the heat of summer. And I was like, oh hot deal. Can't wait to wear that one <laughs> six months from now. And here we are. So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I hate that uh like thrifting has become a fad. Uh, because you know, for me, when I was started thrifting, it was because I was poor <laughs> and right. now it's like all these rich people are going to Goodwill because it's thrifty and it's cool. And I'm like, you have the money, go elsewhere, <laughs> buy the new clothes and then give them away. So people like me can, can appreciate them later. You know, I don't mind wearing like a Macklemore, used... <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't mind wearing used clothes. Um, <laughs> that's fine with me, dude. My, my girlfriend, she is. A thrifting fool, dude. It's one of her favorite things. <laughs> the other day, she said, "She's like, you know, I can't wait until I don't have to thrift. Like, I can do it just for fun." <laughs> exactly. We'll get we'll get there one day. We'll grow up one day. <laughs> it'll be good. It'll be good. Oh, it'll be good. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so today to end off this hellish year, y'all. We are talking about 2020 in retrospect. Da da da. da, da. Thank, you to my, <laughs> thank you to my friend Peggy, actually, for pointing this topic out. I thought it was such a great thing. She was like, you know, this year has sucked, and I think it's opened the door for a lot of people to take a better look at themselves. And I would love if you guys talked about it. And so here we are. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited too, man. (laughs) Some active lookbacks on what we did, what we went through, and hey, man. Exactly. Yeah, we preach uh, throughout this podcast every time about self-reflection and how important it is, and that's exactly what we're diving into today is just kind of realizing what 2020 has done to me personally, you, Jordan, Uh, and it's it's really fun because when you start analyzing things that you've done and things that you've been through, especially just strictly 2020 it, i mean it's been the whirlwind of a year and you know i i don't want to be cliche about it but it like on my end and for a lot of people i know it sucked for everybody but it really tested 
who Martin is and how I go right. about life. The things that <laughs> I feel like we endured this year have put me to the test and I feel like I'm running America Ninja Warrior like through you know but I'm not that athletic so it's like you know it's struggling to get through it I may make a you know at the at the end I may have a long time to get through it but you know at the end we we got there so yeah yeah even if we're you know just crawling on past the finish line <laughs> yeah oh it's like running a marathon and like falling uh, okay. just short you know <laughs> 498th place baby we made it we're doing it <laughs> oh man yeah it's i mean it's it's just crazy like aside from us about like what things are going on i mean it all started with kobe and the you know that accident and then the virus hit and i mean it just the year was supposed to start off fire it i, I remember i went to a new year's eve party that my best friend hosted and it was this huge event. It went really awesome. I had all my best friends there. It was like almost like a high school reunion. Right. And everybody was doing so well. I was so happy to see everybody. And it fired me up for 2020. Like starting off, I probably was on the highest high I've ever been about like this year is our year. And to follow that up with like 2019 was a great year. I had so right, many yeah. experiments or experiments, experiences <laughs> where you know, I, I kind of went through trials and tribulations and then worked those out. So getting into 2020, I was a new person. And I know it's clear, you know, it's it's so typical to, you know, be like, oh, new year, new me, you know. But it, it, <laughs> this year was specifically uh, for me at the beginning. I really had that mentality. Like, it's new yeah. year, new me. That was a great – 2019 was awesome. Now it's time to make even like things even better. Right. And it just <laughs> – it didn't end up – doing that because you know you know what 2020 kind of reminds me of what's that and this is a this is an analogy that i think is very funny it's like uh it's like having the most perfect lawn right it's you know like green grass it's beautiful it's got a little bit of dew on it no footprints or whatever is in the yard it's just beautiful and then your next door neighbor's dog comes and takes a shit right on it <laughs> and it's not a it's not a little dog it's one of those like 120 pound dogs you know it's a bit full going over there and so you have this now you have to deal with this pile of shit. But I will say, for me, once you pick it up, especially if it's been there a while, you pick it up and that grass is a little bit healthier than all the other grass, right? There it's you just go. Big, you know, cuz so it's like, you know, removing the shit on piled on top, which is 2020, and then you look back and you see just a little bit greener, a little bit like, you know, healthier of a grass and and that's the, that's what we're doing right now that's the things i'm recognizing God, at this moment so <laughs> damn it dale you don't mess with a man's lawn <laughs> oh my we god we've got you know, to stop with the hank hill reference uh, bro, bro i think i think king of the hill has made a massive comeback in just you know <laughs> How it relates to everyday life now, Fred. So, I've been rewatching some of it the last few months. Dude, that show's so good. Yeah, it's <laughs> so good. It's so relatable. It's like all the little quotes uh, of their life. It's just, it's like one of those shows that it's so mundane and normal that it, it's, you're like, whoa, you hit that right on the, you know? Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, like, the last couple of days, I've been thinking about, like, where we were at the start of the year to where we are now. And do you remember the um, 
God, the most overused joke for the first two weeks of the year was like, oh, I got 2020 vision, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, uh... <laughs> And then I was like, God, can this just die off yet? Like, is this done? Can we stop saying this? <laughs> and then I was <laughs> I'm driving in my car yesterday. And I'm like, man, hindsight's 2020. I was like, oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> and just looking back and seeing, honestly, I think, and I am reaching here, but I, th- <laughs> but I think, honestly, now more than ever, it does kind of, it really does stand true that uh, 2020, like, you look back and you really had to see clear about what you were doing and how you got through it and just like i have never been so (laughs) i don't mean this in any sexual way i've never been so intimate with myself (laughs) that like (laughs) i had to really deep like dig deep and figure out what made me tick just because there was nothing else around for me to do and like (laughs) like i really i'm just like well i've watched everything on netflix all right, what's Jordan like? And so <laughs> might as well start watching season one. <laughs> I've never thought about this before. I've never really actually looked at myself and been like, okay, like how do I perceive myself rather than how does everyone else perceive me? Yeah. Like I've never actually looked at myself more than I did, you know, starting in March. And <laughs> like you said, start with Kobe, but there is actually this one theory. So you all know New Orleans. It's, you know, voodoo town like we got some weird juju going around over here dark magic so crazy story and this is like a big theory amongst the witches of new orleans is that uh (laughs) so they were building a hard rock casino or a hard rock hotel rather uh downtown new orleans on canal street last october it collapsed like in the midst of building like it's still there like they still haven't cleared it out it's a fucking mess (laughs) You know, Canal Street has been cut in half for over a year now, and it's terrible. But anyway, so during construction, when it collapsed, three people ended up dying in, like, in the collapse, and they couldn't get the bodies out. And so they literally just put tarps over them and then just let them sit there for months. <gasps> I think they recently got them out, like, maybe two months ago. Are you serious? I'm serious. So a big thing in the... uh in the juju community over here is that you know what because we did that we set off the timer for 2020 to just be a shit hole oh man i'm like dang like (laughs) y'all might be right oh man whoa i didn't know that yeah dude it's wild it is wild there's still like everything that could go wrong with this place went wrong like first of all it collapsed to begin with then when they tried to demolish it like, they tried to do a crane implosion to where the cranes fall inside due to an explosion. Mm-hmm. And they screwed that up, too. So one of the cranes fell outward and was, like, hanging off the side of the building. They had to close off, like, another three surrounding blocks around the area. Like, it was a mess. And I think they're just finally starting to get to the bones of it. Like, it's still downtown. Just, yeah, it's you know, like it's downtown just, is rubble. It's just marinating, you know? It's like, <laughs> oh it hasn't been gosh. touched. And I think they're finally getting to it, so that's good. If that if that says anything, it's like, okay, cool. Brighter things are around the corner. Maybe we can get past it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you got to go in and clean up the mess. Man, that's, exactly, a, dude. That, that's, that's a crazy story. Because, I mean, it, it kind of makes me think, like, rethink uh, 
of like since we left those people there uh when that building collapsed i mean i i'm not i i don't i'm not personally involved in the juju <laughs> community or voodoo you know uh the dark arts or anything like that but i mean if if people i mean if i mean that's like i said it's a theory but you know it's how else are you going to explain this shit <laughs> you I know? Don't know man at this point 2020 has just made me believe anything is possible you know <laughs> like i was just waiting on the aliens to come this summer i was just waiting like july 4th oh, dude, they they got announced like three days ago what are you talking oh, about? oh really <laughs> they made landing okay cool finally the answers to how the pyramids are built oh, God. dude aliens 2021 you heard it here first <laughs> unless you listen to alex jones but don't do that <laughs> but like <laughs> oh man yeah oh. well i mean with all this you know crappy stuff that happened and uh things you know keeping this ball rolling uh like with 2020 i mean it's so easy to talk about how terrible it was um right but i mean what's the biggest thing that you felt like you were tested like what what part of yourself or what part did you discover that you were like oh well that was actually you know that put me through the ringer this year you know so um i didn't start off quarantine alone so i just started dating my girlfriend i think two weeks before the world ended right mm-hmm. and so we were having a fun time we're going out every other night like we're seeing friends we're hanging out and then all of a sudden it's like all right y'all everything's shut down uh don't go around any new people just stick around who you've been around because if you have anything they probably have it too like you, mm-hmm. you know yeah and so i didn't really have to do everything by myself and i'm very fortunate for that uh, I'm very fortunate because of that anyway. Uh, but it did. Oh my God, dude. Like looking back on it, Allison and I have had such a, an expedited relationship where it was just sent. Like we had to get to know each other so fast and like we knew each other before, mm-hmm. but we just like, there were no distractions around for us to kind of take our time with learning little bits and pieces about one another. Like we went from going out a couple times a week to just being together <laughs> like every day yeah like every every other day for the most part and it's like okay we don't have the bar to go to and we don't have these people that we can go see so let's learn about one another and mm-hmm. you know thankfully that it's been you know a good road <laughs> like <laughs> yeah good thing that didn't your roadside didn't nothing, diverge you know yeah nothing's been said that you know is that the detriment to our relationship <laughs> but we really like everything flew by like it was such a quick process of like okay like yeah 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 like we're getting to know the p's and q's and dotting all the i's and crossing the t's of this relationship in the first two months like this is the quickest thing i've ever gone through and i'm happy about it i really am like now i'm just like oh cool so much less wasted time like like we can just you know focus on this it's not just like oh will she care about this or will oh will he care about that like no we just got it out of the way (laughs) yeah i mean that's that's really cool and i can vibe with that you know when i when quarantine hit for like when when everything started shutting down for the first time i was living with four different people and these were my safe people they're my best friends we always we've lived with each other through college and uh, even, uh, you know, just recently moved out. But, uh, I mean, like knowing these people for five to six years already. And mm-hmm. I, I thought I really did. I thought I knew them, 
I, I you know, I really thought uh, I have a grasp on who these people are, which, yes, I do. Yeah. Um, but even like you were saying, uh, in quarantine times, I got to know these people on a way different level. Right. Than, yeah. So like, yeah, like going through 2020, uh, relationships just ended up either getting stronger or diminishing. And I don't think that was, you know, that's not anyone's fault. Um, relationships diminished a little bit on my end just because I wasn't physically able to see anybody else. Um, and everybody was in that boat. So no one, at least yeah. as far as I know, no one took it of personally, thank God. Right. You know, yeah. everyone was like, yeah, stay safe, go about your business. I'll, we'll catch up someday somehow, you know. But yeah. <laughs> like living with those people, I felt uh, going into quarantine, I thought I had it all figured out. I was like, oh, man, I'm with my best friends and I'm going to be here for a while. And, you know, it's like, if I'm going to be in a tough situation, might as well be with these people. And yeah. I thought it was going to be great. Um, and but. Like I think I mentioned this before, but most of my roommates were servers or work in the food industry. So when people mm-hmm. lost their jobs, um, and I I was working from home, so yeah. there we were literally at our people like at our toes, like we're touching every single day. Like it was we were just day, always day, yeah. up in our grills. And I was so used to me going to work, and then all my roommates going to work at the, you know their servers. So they're either working in the morning or late at night. You know, it was all these fluctuating schedules. Right. And we didn't, we spent a lot of time together, but it was more in like that passing. Like he got home, like my roommate got home from work and I was eating dinner and it was like, Hey, we have a conversation. Then I go to bed or something, you know, it was like yeah. very me, you know, but spending so much time with those people made me, I mean, it, overall it made me love them even more because now right. that we've kind of spent that kind of, uh, or spent that time together, a lot of my anxieties about friendships and stuff between them. Mm-hmm. Were, were eliminated and and so I, i'm with you on the like relationships definitely got stronger knowing them on a purse like more personal level because the thing with quarantine is that those issues that you don't really bring up with people like if the, if yeah. something bothers you it's usually for me it's small enough to where i'm like ah like if I'm, I'm gonna do a really simple thing like if someone didn't clean their dishes or something like that yeah it, i'll go to the kitchen and I, maybe i'm a little annoyed but you know, I'm just like, oh, you know, maybe they had to run off to work. I'll just do it for them right. really quick. Something super simple. But when all of us were in this house together, those things blew up. Those like little things that you do on your daily yeah. basis blew up. And then we had to, the thing that I think our, why our relationship was strong or, you know, enhanced was because we were able to have those conversations in a really level-headed sense and kind of, right. and when, you know, it wasn't like someone blew up and then everyone changed, you know, yeah. <laughs> after like one explosion. Uh, it was just like, hey man, I've noticed you've been doing this a lot. Can you not do that? And, it, you know, when people bring that stuff to your attention, you know, it's hard not to be respectful. Like, I, could you imagine if someone's like, hey man, just like casually bringing up something that you probably should be doing or something that you were should, you know, right. I was taught when I was a little kid to put my dishes in the dishwasher, you know, and it was those, it was just someone taking, you know, it was, it's how to have a meaningful conversation that's not, that's outside of the realm of conversations like this, you know, like everyday yeah. conversation, those little like, hey, can you pick up your dishes or go clean it? Those are little, but they're huge in a big way, you know, because right. yeah. those like if you care about the littlest stuff, then you're going to care about the huge things, you know, like even more. Yeah. And exactly. so I think, yeah, with relationships, they were definitely tested through <laughs> through 2020. Um, One thousand percent. Dude, honestly, I was um, I was also like looking back on it, like speaking of friends and everything of that before uh quarantine hit and everything like in the people i would go out with and you know go have a few drinks with 
Dude, I haven't seen some of these people since the quarantine. Like, I haven't heard from some of these people. Yep. And I'm like, I'm like, at first I was a little, like, kind of irritated by it. I was like, are you serious? Like, they only liked me just, you know, because I got drunk and, you know. Yeah, because you were around and wanted to Because I was around. That's the only reason why they wanted to hang out with me. And so, honestly, it really, like, kind of short, you know. You know, like those 45-year-old moms on Facebook, they're like, all right, I'm having a mass exodus on my Facebook friends list. <laughs> oh, too well. Oh, too well. <laughs> I've been cut out by a lot of old women. Anyway, so. <laughs> but, like, I, I basically did the same thing. I was like, all right, I haven't heard from these four people since March third or some whatever it was you know Mm -hmm. like but these people over here people i haven't seen physically in a year almost i'm still talking with them every day so i just kind of like shifted all the energy i had from these people that kind of phased me out Mm -hmm. i was like all right yeah no hurt feelings like i'm good with that you know I'll phase you out too, and I'm not saying that in a in a mean like petty way. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't want to hang out with you either. <laughs> like, I'm not saying that, but it's just like, okay, if that's all we did together, then that's not a relationship that I really want to be a part of anymore. So, hey, have a good life. Hope everything works out for you. And I put all my energy into these friends over here, and you know, I during during quarantine we all got together. Like, um, we went to uh, my friends house in tennessee and went to the lake you know didn't go anywhere just went to the lake stayed as <laughs> stayed at his place you mm-hmm. know played poker smoked cigars all night like had a really great time for a couple days and it was like damn <laughs> like i have <laughs> missed y'all so much and like it was it was fantastic it was yeah. so much fun i mean i i i 100 agree with that man i i missed a lot of people i was i was unable to see my parents for a while too um, and you know, I, I've, I've lived out of state for six, seven years now. And so the, the relationship me and my parents have, um, from the distance, I mean, I think the distance has grown us more close together, um, yeah. just because of the way we talk to each other now. Um, but I, I mean, my, I wasn't able to see my parents. I was kind of getting worked up, but the events that happened in 2020 on a personal level, made me want to just, you know, sometimes you just need to get out and you need to go home and you need to, you know, you need to be around people that you just know are going to love you unconditionally. That's kind of the way I um, view that. And my parents off, like not, they were being the most safe. They, They only went out if my mom had to go to the grocery store, they wore masks, everything. And then in the middle of the summer or something like that, like right around that time, they actually got COVID and both my parents had it. And my dad works in a hospital, so that's where we thought it originated because he, he's an engineer in a hospital. So he just thought, he, you know, we were, oh, you're around these people. It's, it's mm-hmm. hyping. Maybe you just got it through association by total accident. And it ended up being a situation where even though they were practicing staying safe 100%, it's, it's that thing where the condom broke. And they just had a situation where <laughs> they were in a room with someone and that person had it and they were unaware of it. And the person that ended up having it and coming to the like coming into the room or something where my parents were, right. my parents were unaware too. And yeah. they, they, so they ended up getting COVID and then 
you know, they quarantined and they got through it. God bless that they, they, they kind of had the, the flu like symptoms. It was like what you read online where they both got really sick for like three days and that was it. And, but you know, after that, it's still scary for me to want to go see them. I didn't want to put, and they understood that it was a mutual thing. Like my mom was like, do not come home. Like, do not come home. Like we have, you know, she let me know immediately. She let her like the people she was around uh, know immediately. And, and I, I, thankfully everything cleared up and I was able to go see them for Thanksgiving. But I mean, yeah, I miss them so much because I do, I glorify those like two, three, four times a year that I get to see my parents in person. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's such a different feeling now when I see them and I, I missed them so much, man. It's like, I think the biggest thing to take away from that is practicing patience. I think that was the biggest thing I learned this year was just practicing patience, waiting things out for the right moments of when, when you were like, when it was safe and when you were comfortable to go and do these things or, you know, like, did you, did you have anything that, or that made you practice patience a little bit? Uh, Did you go through, either like a heartbreak or, you know, or, you know, we were talking about relationships that you have a falling yeah. out or something that, you know. Well, um, like going back to seeing my friends, like that took time to get, you know, organized and together. And we're like, hey, do we want to meet up at this cabin over here? No, let's not do that. Like, do we want to meet up at this place over here? It's like, no, they're having a bunch of spikes over there. Let's not do that. Like, and so it took us a while to get this organized and really mm-hmm. just like, God, I just really want to see my stupid friends. Like, <laughs> I really want to do this. <laughs> and, you know, we made sure everything was fine before we left. We made sure everything, everybody was good. You know, one person had to drop out because, you know, they were kind of on the fence about it. So they're like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Like, it's been weird over here. So I'll see y'all next time around. Like, okay, that's fine. Go ahead. Be mm-hmm. cool. Um. But I didn't really have to cut any individual person out, you know? Like like I said, I had those people that just kind of phased themselves out of my life. And that was fine. Like, I wasn't hurt by that really at all. Like, it was kind of weird acknowledging it first, but that was, that was okay by me. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think more so I had to cut out things that I was doing rather than people that I was doing. So when bars and stuff first started opening back up in New Orleans, dude, I've gone out one time in the city, mm-hmm. you know, since March. And that was like, okay, we're going to sit, go at this huge patio bar. We're going to sit at this table all the way in the corner. Like, we're, <laughs> we're not going to do anything. Uh, and that was that. And so it, it was such a weird thing to do because I was kind of nervous about it. Because, oh, man, I don't know half these people. I don't know what's going on. I don't know all these, you know, the group of strangers around me. Mm-hmm. And so I really had to just kind of go against what I normally did to have a good time, as much of a good time as I could. You know, like, I couldn't I couldn't go to my family's house as much as I wanted to. I couldn't go to see certain family members as much as i wanted to i couldn't see certain friends that i wanted to because they got covid by you know by happenstance and that sucks and i haven't seen them and i really wanted to see them and that so much that was just kind of cutting out for safety like cutting out the distance between us you know not so much cutting off the relationship itself but just cutting off the 
how much we would when the next time we would get to see each other. You yeah, know? I think you're just being extremely considerate with that other person. Um, yeah, and so it's stuff. just, like you said, it's patience, man. Like, I, all these people that I want to see, all these things that I want to do, I'm really trying to hold myself back from doing a lot of it just so I can make sure when I can go or when it's fine to go, I feel 100% confident about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, now I'm good. I'm going to have a great time. This is something that I don't have to worry about anymore. And that just takes a load off my mind and, you know, gives me the ability to have a better time. Yeah. No, I mean, the people that I want to see and the things that I want to do, you know. Absolutely. And I think, I mean, it sounds like because you are patient and you're you're practicing patience with doing things you really enjoy. I mean, that takes perseverance to, you know, keep yourself like considering those aspects of, you know, the conditions that we're in right now. Um, Right. Because I think I... Not to jump ship or anything, but I mean, with my my patience level, I had a major heartbreak in 2020, in yeah. uh, right at the end of summer, um, beginning of August, and my life changed for what I now know is the better. But at the time, mm-hmm. I was so in love. I had this huge. I had a huge connection with someone that I thought was my forever person, and we that ended up falling through, and it, it's it, I had to. You know, it, it was so weird because um, it, with 2020, we're all trying to practice being safe, but it was so hard to be safe and considerate and like all these different things when I myself am breaking down and right. I can't, I feel like I couldn't, uh, you know, I had to be really, really patient with things like moving to a new place or, you know, I had to be patient with the way I was going to treat, you know, how I was handling the situation, because I didn't want to jump to conclusions and then try to figure out this problem immediately. I want to do it as quick as possible, but I had to practice the patience. But with that, you know, I'm stuck at home, working from home. And there's, you know, I have all this ample time to kind of run through these ideas. And I just had to kind of shut them off and be patient, like let those emotions calm down. Right. (laughs) And well, you know, I I was able to see the clarity set in a little bit later, but it was the perseverance of just you know upholding myself. Like, hey man, you're going through some stu- terrible stuff, and you're having some really bad thoughts about yourself. And but you know, you have to. I had to trick myself into being patient with those thoughts and being you know not yeah. trying to learn how to be so hard on myself and persevere through these issues to get to the final thing. And I'm still you know I'm still emotions are still they're not running rampant or they're calmed down they're in at least in a cage now you know at least can like (laughs) i've put them in like they're controlled but you know it's still to this day uh, you know it's 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 weird like it's (laughs) have you ever been in a situation where you you go through something like that and you're over it right you're like man screw that i'm done you know you're done and but there is that what do you call it? Like the leftover feeling of just like, <laughs> man, I'm my leftover feeling, unfortunately, is a big F you, you know, it's a huge like, I don't care. Screw you. I don't I don't even want to talk to you, whatever, just because of the situation. Um, and my, you know, with that, my my patience was just, oh, my God, I was like on a breaking point. But I mean, luckily, I had good friends and the and the love and support I needed from the people yeah. around me to help me through that. and. That was, I think that was the biggest, uh, you know, asking for help moment I ever had in my life. So, yeah, Yeah, that, I mean, I, so like you said earlier with your roommates, you know, 
being out of work. I was also out of work for, you know, four, three or four months. Mm -hmm. And, you know, thankfully my roommate, he had a job, my girlfriend, she, she went back to work. And so I was just kind of there by myself and really having to, (laughs) I was getting in my own head every once in a while. And we've, we've, we've touched on this in a prior episode of, just everyone gone and me having to really be comfortable by myself. Let's get intimate, baby. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Cue, uh, what's that? Baby, song? lock them doors, doors and turn, turn them lights down low. Down low. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. But no, I, I did a lot of finding out what actually mattered to me, you know? And that didn't end, you know, that, mm, yeah, this, still going. I had a revelation yesterday about what I wanted, you know, things that I'm, I'm sorting, I started sorting out what was more important to me than other things in life. What can be, you know, what I should step away from, what I should step towards and all these things just, it, I can't lie. It was just overflowing my head and just, it was really overwhelming. It was really like, oh my God, like. I'm having the mental clarity to discover what is important to me, but now I don't know what to do about it. Now I don't like, and that was Mm -hmm. a big rut that I was in for a while. And like, I don't, I don't know where along the line, I guess I just subconsciously got really irritated and sick and tired of feeling overwhelmed all the time. And so I started doing little things along the way. Um, Like I've picked up, drawing so much more this year than i have ever like Mm -hmm. i always love you know just doodling or doing whatever but for sure this year like i set aside you know a few hours a week just like all right this is what i'm doing like i played more drums than i've played in the last year i've played more i don't know i i caught up on things that i loved and things that i liked that no one else did and i had a good time with it and so I really had to, like we, kind of what we were talking about earlier uh, before we started recording, that I had this sense of self-reliance that was growing more and more. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't have all these outside things to kind of keep my mind off of things. You know, I couldn't go to a bar and watch a game, you know, with a bunch of strangers and, you know, make a few friends and laugh along the way and then never see them again. Yeah. Like, I couldn't do that anymore. I couldn't, and we've talked about this too, about me as a person, I feed off of people's energy to you know if i'm in a group setting and i'll get more lively the more other people get lively i'm like oh man like my my charisma comes out as i feed off of others you know Mm -hmm. and that i had to rely on myself to entertain myself (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah like and then like i had to rely on myself to to not only keep myself occupied, but to make big decisions in what I wanted to do, you know, later on after all this has ended, yeah. you know, I, instead of just going to my parents or going to these group of friends that I would see at the bar for life advice and for help and for like, Hey, what should I do for this move? What should I do? You know, thinking about this job, I I don't know where along the line it started, but at, Somehow I started like, how do I feel about mm-hmm. wanting to do this line of work? What? How do I feel about wanting to take on this project? How do I feel 
about, you know, <laughs> how can I make myself laugh today? How can I make myself, you know, just be cool with what's going on? And that's a big step for me, dude. That was, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, to being dependent on all those scenarios to make, you know, uplift yourself. And then when yeah. they're removed, you know, you're ripping off the Band-Aid and that wound is still open. You need to, you know, you need to handle it. You need to, like, let it let it heal. Um, and, I mean, do you do you remember at the beginning of 2020, you went, right when quarantine hit, uh, there were so many tweets and things on Instagram and, and social media about 2020 is the year of productivity, you know, because we were yeah, all right. hanging out in this home and like people were like, oh, I'm being so productive just, be, you know, yeah. because I am at home, blah, blah, which is amazing. I'm glad you took the time to really like, you know, just like you to dive into yourself and, you know, explore some hobbies, do some things that you wouldn't usually do just because you have the time. I think that's all great. Um, but this year was not a year of productivity for me. Like it, yeah. it was a year of progress and growth, but not productivity, like productivity. I don't, it was, it, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I, I'm like you, I reached a, I reached a certain point where, you know, I was, I was doing A, B and C, like playing, you know, playing music, doing the things I enjoyed, but, yeah. uh, and, you know, with all the backstories that you, you know, if you listened to before the episodes, but, um, you know, growing like self growth was until recently, I've, I haven't put myself in those shoes yet to think about 2020 in retrospect, uh, per se, but I mean, as productive as I felt like I was, Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I never I never tried to push that or like, you know, try to be, hey, everyone needs to be doing something. Everyone needs to be doing this because it really annoyed me when I saw that because there's families out and I, I don't want to get too, you know, uh, like sad or anything. But I mean, there were so many people out there that were, you know, having family members that were sick and, you know, putting right. and, you know, there was heartbreak all around the U.S. and around the world. And yeah. You know, whenever when you were see, when I was reading the news and keeping up with everything, and I you know was seeing all these terrible things that were coming up, and then I would go on social media and see, well, I'm doing this, I'm making the best out of this situation, and that's yeah. awesome. I really admit that that's that's good, but to me, it was like a slap in the face to the people that were actually in the muck Going of things. Yeah. yeah, and I think that I mean the way I viewed that was you know. I tried to make progress and growth in my year, but I didn't make it a, an initiative or a priority to be productive. You know, I, right. um, I will say, I mean, a lot of great things have happened this year, though. I, it was, it's, it's, I, I mean, at like one, I can't make this up, guys. One week after this whole heartbreak thing that I went through, this whole me and me and this girl broke up, a terrible moment. Uh, Jordan over here comes and asks asked me about you know talking about mental health and has like stepped into the shoes of like hey man we need to have meaningful conversations i want to do this let's talk about it let's open ourselves up cuz we're great friends we're comfortable with each other mm-hmm. and that was a week after and i swear if there's a god that was him because <laughs> that was the biggest sign i've ever had in 2020 was i went through this heartbreak and then you randomly called me this was a random call by the way it wasn't like we had discussed it previously and you know it was you called me and you're like hey man i have this idea and i really want to talk to you about it and it we kicked it off and it was yeah. and i i it was like holy moly this is this is going holy to be moly. this is going to be a, 
the productivity I need, but this is also going to be, this is where my progress and growth has come. So as talking to you and like explaining this stuff to me or, you know, help you helping me explain stuff to me. And I don't know, it's, it's hard to look at the good, but I mean, what's the, what's your favorite part or like, you know, it's hard to say what's your favorite part, but you know, like what's, what's the best thing? I mean, outside of Allison, it's been this, you know, it's been, this is something that I've wanted to do for years now. This is something that's always been in the back of my mind and being in that, okay, what do I want to do? What do like, how can I help myself during this time? Like, and I I don't know what it was. I don't know why, (laughs) but I do know why it was a conversation between Joe Rogan and, uh, what's his (laughs) name? Uh, (laughs) <laughs> oh, hold up. Let me look it up really quick, just for the sake of the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Joe Rogan uh, podcast is huge. <laughs> What's his name? What's his name? It's um, uh, Duncan Trussell. I was listening to this episode of the Joe Rogan Experience, where it's him and Duncan Trussell, who has this amazing show on Netflix called The Midnight Gospel, and he has his own podcast, which I think is the same name. But he's such a goofy, just animated dude. And then in the midst of the episode, they get hammered. (laughs) (laughs) They get pissed drunk. And Joe says, you know, Duncan, you, I don't know why, but every, you're the person that I have these thoughts with. I don't have, I don't think about things this way with anyone else. And I really resonated with that. I was like, God, like, who's my person like that? It's Martin. And so like, I immediately (laughs) gave Martin a call and just we dove into it we dove into it and i'm so thankful that this like the energy that we've had for it and the energy everyone else has put into it you know just giving us the support it just felt so relieving that i felt personally like i felt so much at ease that something that i wanted to do not only for me but for other people like people were gravitating towards it and people wanted to be a part of it and you know, add their little things in and give us feedback, give us advice. And it's been, this is arguably one of the best things of my life, you know, mm-hmm. and it's only just recently been a thing. And I just feel so much better as a person. And, you know, like I, I couldn't have done it without you, obviously, but I couldn't have done it without Allison, who's been that person to really make me want to chase what I want to go after and really encourage me and support me in these ventures that I have, you know, Mm -hmm. these, these ideas that I think could be interesting and fun. She's like, do it, go for it. You should do it. I believe in you. I'm like, Oh my God. And so as horrible as 2020 has been and had how just depressing and boring and awful, you know, it's two big things have happened this year that I wouldn't, I couldn't have guessed would have happened. You know, mm-hmm. and it's been such a great experience and such a God, I, I love this girl beyond belief. You guys just don't even know. But like, <laughs> and I love Martin so fucking much. <laughs> there it is. And to have, <laughs> I won't leave you out, baby. But, <laughs> but finding these things and finding these people who weren't, you know, strangers by any means. And these weren't brand new ideas, but. 2020 put this just had this aura and this energy of you never know when you might you know like (laughs) you never know so go for it yeah absolutely and and so it's 
silver lining of the year, this this analysis for me anyway, yeah, two of the absolutely. biggest things that have ever happened. And yeah. Yeah, and that's the and that's more than two is more than most people can say right now. You know, yeah. we're the thing I I, I I really vibe with you on this is because I've always been self aware of problems that I've had. I've always kind of been in a mindset where when problems arise, I've have this kind of mentality of like I'm educated on mental health and kind of how to handle myself and how I deal with things. I'm aware of all those things, but 2020 has put. Uh, it has tested me to where I thought I knew them, but now I'm talking about it and trying to explain it to people. It, it's this weird where I want the magnitude when it's delivered uh, of the impact that this year has had on me. It, it, I, I explain it like a, at a 50, but it, you know, it's a hundred and I, I'm trying, yeah. I I think the biggest thing that like you were saying, Allison is um, uh, a huge part of your life. This is a huge part of your life. Now it's, the reason I think this has been such a stronghold on me and why it's made me like see the silver linings in this year right. uh, is because we're opening the door to conversations that I've always thought about having with people that I really care about. <laughs> and I, to, I don't like, cause I don't, I, I wouldn't just normally ask somebody what they feel about insecurity or what they feel about a certain mental health topic that I struggle with. Um, it's not that I don't want to open up to people. It's just, how do you, how are you sitting on a porch, you know, with a group of friends and then open the door when everyone's goofing off, you know, having a good time. How do you open that door to be like, Hey, right. so you don't want to talk about mental health right now? You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not necessarily, it needs to be the root of every conversation I have in any means, but those kind of conversations I really enjoy. And I really yeah. like diving in, especially with my friends. Cause you, like you were saying, let's get intimate. Let's let's. And I think this podcast and talking with you and, you know, showing each other that or showing everyone that we're comfortable doing it has opened up several doors for other people to come to me just because they've listened to this. And they, they, it's like this thing where I had a handful of friends that kind of all really care about mental health and the the way they handle problems and they're awesome people, but we've never had those conversations because that door was never opened or unlocked to have them. You know, they, and they listened to a couple episodes and then they reached out because they were like, Hey, I have a lot to say about that topic that you're talking about. And it, and I love, we love the feedback 100%. Uh, there is no question. Every, everything is welcome on our end. This is a community thing. And I think when we started this, it branched our community of the, and it, it made like-minded people connect. And yeah. I think that was the hardest thing in 2020 is talking to people. Cause you can't, right. you you can't go see somebody. You can't do that. Um, you can't go get lunch and talk about things. You, it was a, you know, conversation was lacked on everyone in everyone's life you know you weren't talking to the people and yeah you can phone call and it's just not the same you know it's hanging out with somebody so i think the bit yeah that was the one of the biggest things was just being able to have conversations this was like a conversation builder and this was a if i if we didn't do this these conversations wouldn't have been had and i probably wouldn't have came to several revelations uh and you know conclusions about things that i you know think about on a daily basis or something like that and those conversations that I've had with other people just honestly opened my mind to that we're just scratching the surface on this. And, you know, it's like, wow, we're, we just kind of started this and I'm, you know, we're sometimes we struggle on what to talk about and things like that, but then it's, you know, we're just scratching the surface and 2021 (laughs) is, that's why I'm, you know, I've got 2021 vision because (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm Tiger Woods over here. I don't I actually I don't know how vision works. I do have 20/20 vision, so I don't wear glasses. <laughs> I know everyone out there is wearing glasses. That's your problem. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, but I mean, like that's why I'm so excited for this next year. Uh, it's not that bad things aren't going to happen. It's not that, you know, we can we can't control everything. It's not a thing where, you know, bad things are not just inevitable happen. It's a it's a whole year we're going to have to go through again. Um but with all this terrible stuff, when you look at the silver lining, that's what's pushing me to go to 2021. That's what's making yeah. me like not step in front of that bus and just, you know, it makes me want to keep going. Dude, I completely agree. Like a lot of these things got stripped to the bare bones for me in my life. Like not everything, but I really had to reevaluate how I looked at so many things and things that what really meant to me, like what were the real big important things to me. Conversations like these, dude. If I wasn't talking to you, I don't know who I would be talking to because I don't see anybody. I hang out with my girlfriend. I hang out with my roommate. And like, I don't. <laughs> oh, am I just like a social getaway for you? Am I just Martin Resort is open? Like, <laughs> it's an all inclusive just for you. boo. <laughs> Pretty much, baby. Pretty much. Five stars. Five stars. But <laughs> I just I don't I don't know. Like I these things have this has been such an outlet. Me to discuss what I was actively going through during 2020, what these big problems have more recently in my life, how I got through them was through talking to you and branching out into being more comfortable. And honestly, like one of the one of the things that really one of the biggest strides that I've made this year has been being more open with myself to people who actually give a shit, you know? Mm-hmm. I was never closed off. Don't get me wrong. Like, I was never like, oh, you just wouldn't understand. <laughs> like, I was never like that. <laughs> and I had, you know, my one or two people that if I was having a bad day or, you know, as I said before, when the straw breaks my freaking back and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that last little thing, you know, sets me off, then I'll vent for an hour to somebody. Mm-hmm. I, I've had those people, but... I've been able to grow that group <laughs> and I've been more comfortable talking about things sooner that bother me instead of just like holding on to them and like letting them kind of fester in the background. And I'm extremely proud of myself for that. Like Absolutely. I really am. Yeah. Like, something it's a, you should put out yourself on the back for. <laughs> it's a big thing. It's a really big thing for me. Like my family, they've never been, they've always been open to hearing about what's going on. They've never been like, Oh, you're a man. Just take it on. Like, you know, you shouldn't feel sad. Don't cry. Boys don't cry. My family was never like that. And, and my friends generally were never like that, but I just always had this sense that like, okay, this doesn't really bother me that much. Not yet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. like this one little thing, I can handle this. That's, that's no big deal. And for the most part, that's true. Other things, I think it's important to be able to take on problems yourself and not rely solely on other people to deal with them for you. Mm-hmm. But those things that pester me and, you know, just I can't seem to shake. I've been more able to reach out sooner and get some insight, whether it's from you, whether it's from Allison, whether it's from one of my other friends. Like, it's just been so nice. <laughs> you know, it's been so, I feel so much better more often because I don't have these little things slowly piling up. I'm just like, all right, let me buckshot that real quick like i can get out of here before it becomes a problem and i've been so much happier the last few months man like Absolutely. i can't even lie 
Yeah, well, it sounds like you, I mean, you're growing your community of who you can be uh, open up to. And that's awesome because in these times, I think everybody's wall, like everyone was, I think 2020 has been a huge hit in the face of these topics of mental health. Uh, And, you know, you had two people to talk to. And since there was so much going on in 2020, it's almost overwhelming to keep talking about it with those same people. Same so you're, people, yeah. you know, and I'm not saying anyone's getting tired of it. No one's getting it. But, you know, you do kind of, you know, if someone's coming to you once a week with a problem, you're just like, man, you make a mountain on a molehill at like every <laughs> issue, issue yeah. man, calm down. So, and, it, you know, I don't want to perceive that I'm complaining. I don't want to you know, people to think that they're complaining to me. But I mean, when you grow your community, it's a, we were saying opening those conversations to other people. You're, it's just, you get the love and support and that's what we need through these times. And that's the biggest thing. Like I moved into this place by myself and I, I thought the same thing. Uh, you know, I had just ample time to think about everything and I have uh, like a pinch full of friends that I can really, really yeah. trust and be there for me. And that my circle just from in quarantine has extended and has grown because of those other people being willing to, you know, want to talk and kind of talk things through. And that and that's awesome because, like, I think 2020 and every, you know, the overall perspective is that it's shitty and that it's terrible. But then you start listening to really individual people's perspectives and it it sheds lights on different parts of yourself it sheds lights on you know the what you're going through what 2020 has offered you and it's it's like seeing it's like that building collapsing it's like seeing through the rubble to like to really get down to that foundation and maybe yeah. and maybe start rebuilding you know yeah. like it, i'm sure i'm sure we're you know all these different things were piled on top and now it's like I you know I've I've talked about it I've gone through it now it's time for action and I think 2021 is the is for me is that's where the action's going to start kind of yeah. taking an L for the last two weeks of December you know I'm just like you know what I'm raw dogging this mental health stuff right now so you know might as well wait a little bit um, <laughs> and you know I I've done. Uh, you know, steps into self healing and stuff like that, oh. and it's you know, I I will say there's been a lot of growth, but uh, you know, I I don't know it, it having the love and support of all these people that you know we've grown this community with has been the biggest blessing of my life, and yeah. I, I'm with you. This has opened up different conversations to where I never thought I'd have it, and. I don't know. It, it it's it's shocking me that this is going the way it is, just as much as uh, you know, like the whole uh, Kobe thing and like the starting yeah. off this whole. I mean, that it has that same shock factor to me, where um, like even through these dark times and everyone's inside and everyone's doing their thing, it you know this has become something that not only value on its surface like it's fun to have conversations with you it's fun to joke around it's it's awesome these things are all great but then you like i don't know i take a step back and listen to our like what we're talking about and Mm -hmm. you know even listening back to our conversations that we've had before it's you know i was getting frustrated because i would have better thoughts after i listened to it yeah but the thing i kind of that that's you know to relate that to what i was going through in 2020 it's the same effect where I wish I can go back and change things that happened in 2020. I wish I can go back and handle things a little differently and go back. But I, it's that it's, we said this in our rejections episode where I don't want to live in a life of regret. You know, it's, I'm going to take those things the way they went and the way they were 
and grow yeah. and learn from those. And it, it's way harder to do when, you know, the world is at, you know, a world is crazy and in a muck, you know, it's right. like, it's hard to do that for yourself because you're so concerned about what everything is going on around you and staying safe and stuff. It, I mean, do you had, did you have a, a tough time dissociating individual pro like personal problems versus like me, like coinciding those with like world problems, you know, if that makes sense. Um, Give me, like, an, uh, give me an example. I'll give you an example. Like for me, when quarantine hit, um, I was so concerned about staying safe, wearing masks and everything like mm -hmm. that, where my physical life, I had to be so aware of what's going on around me. I had to be um, in a, I had to put myself in a position of being so considerate of other people's health and things that were physically like I, who I went to see, who was around me, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, dealing with topics that we've talked about, like loneliness and vulnerability and uh you know the insecurity all these things that we talked about it was hard to for me to dissociate yes the world is a muck right now but i'm trying to handle myself but you know it's like my priority is more on you know i'm i'm want to do the thing that betters people right now instead of myself i mean did you have that moment where you were so concerned about what the world was doing versus yourself in these moments you know honestly no <laughs> like i can't even lie like it wasn't I I didn't have the sense that I had to go out or else, you know? Like I've for the most part I've been very comfortable just like, okay, I can't go out, that sucks, but I'm fine just watching movies all day. Like and while there were personal things that were happening to me and obviously things going out in the world that were freaking me out or scaring me, it was I wasn't so much disassociating myself from my personal problems to worry about the world's problems i would go to my people in my personal life and kind of just share my 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 thoughts and my feelings about like hey this is really freaking me out right now what do you think about it can you help calm me down and they did mm -hmm. and so it wasn't really sacrificing one worry for another it was just kind of not so much blending those worries together but it was just having people in my personal life help me understand and help me get through my worries about the outside world. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. No, that's yeah. that's that's great because I I did not do that at all. <laughs> I, it was like you know, like I said, I'm, we're not here to get political or anything, but just like something like the election. You know, there was yeah. so much news coverage. There's so much things going on in our world, and we're so con I was personally so concerned about all those things of what what the what everyone else was doing what's and it it made me belittle my own problems and belittle yeah. myself to where you know I put these issues that I was dealing with on a personal level on a on hold almost like I just you know it's I'm listening to the that, that cliche ringtone of just like doo, 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 you know whatever <laughs> like a, the waiting call right um on my own self just because I was so worried about what everyone else in the world was doing and I think I mean it's it, it's to a it's way to a fault you know it, it's absolutely yeah. to a fault because those made me it put up walls on myself that I didn't necessarily want to build it put you know I I was really comfortable with opening up to people but you know when you're opening up to someone about personal stuff this is where why it felt this way was because mm -hmm. if I brought it up like the uh, like something big uh, a coronavirus is hidden I you know people are talking about it it was all over every that's everybody's it was on their mind 
And then yeah. I step in to go, well, hey, I'm dealing with this right now. And someone's like, what? Do you know where the world's at right now? Like, do yeah. you know what's going on right now? Why do you even, can you care about that? Like, should you be caring about that right now? And it, like, people, I don't want to paint people. People didn't say it to me like that, but you know what I mean? It, that was the, that was kind of the way I perceived it a little bit. And so that's, yeah. it kind of pushed me to be a, like build a little bit of a barrier. Yeah. I'd say generally I was very lucky in having people that, you know, were able to understand the outside problems, but still be empathetic enough to hear what I was personally going through. And I'm very lucky and very thankful to have those people in my life. And so I, like I said, it wasn't so much a, I, <laughs> there were a couple things where I was told like, ah, you're just being crazy. Don't worry about it. It's fine. And I'm like, oh, okay. That didn't really help me feel any sort of better, but thank you so much for that. <laughs> uh, and I would just feel like, oh God, maybe I can't talk about everything with people. Like, <laughs> But it, I don't know. I, I had to build a comfort level of an understanding with myself that some things I just cannot change. Let me focus on the things that I can affect. Let me focus on the things I can help with and things that I can't control. Yeah. I'm going to pay attention to those things and I'm not going to be ignorant about them, but I'm not going to say I could have done more when obviously I couldn't have done a damn thing. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to put that unnecessary blame on myself or unnecessary worry on myself for something that I have literally zero control over. Mm -hmm. And so I I don't know why I think that way. I don't know if it's the healthiest way to think, but it's helped me. So <laughs> No, I mean, I think that's a great way. I mean, you're structuring your life to your own, uh, you know, your own uh, building blocks. You know, you're not, you're not falling into the trap that I did and structuring your life on all these outside problems. You're just, you're like, I, I fell into the trap. I can't control everything, but I'm worrying about it. And I was doing my part to stay safe in that, yeah. but it, it was hard to make that dissociation. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like I said before, it's not that I wasn't worried about these things. It's like, I was, like I said, I was keeping an eye on them. I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, like, if something, let me look at the things that, th how this could affect me, rather than how can I affect this, you know? Mm -hmm. And I would prepare myself for things like, okay, if this happens and I have to take these precautions or I have to do these things, I have to go this place, I have to talk to these people, let me figure that out. So if those things do happen, I'm prepared for them. But if nothing was happening that could that would solely, you know, affect me or people around me, then it, it, I'm not going to say it wasn't worth worrying about, but it just wasn't. You know, yeah, <laughs> it was more on the back burner. Yeah, yeah it's it not, took, a, yeah. not a tight priority or anything like that. So, yeah, no, I mean, I, I totally agree. 2020 has been a punch in the face. I'm Dude. telling you. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm excited about what's happening or what's going to happen and what are you know, what everyone's life uh, turns out to be. Because if anything, this says put everyone in an evaluation point. Um, because people were losing their jobs and because yeah. people were losing family members and things like, you know, people had to really dramatically change their lifestyle due to this coronavirus and due to the events that, uh, you know, happened in 2020. And it's really, it's hard. Let's, let's stay, you know, let's stay positive. Of course, it's, that's meaningless to most people <laughs> when you say, let's just be positive. You know, it's like that same thing. <laughs> it's that same thing we preached, but, um, you know, looking at the silver linings, 
progressing yourself on a personal level is awesome and having the people around you is great. And, you know, let's say, you know, like we said, you learn to bob and weave, right? Like Mike Tyson may throw that punch, but you're going to be quick enough to dodge it next time. You know, it's, it's a thing where, you know, uh, 2021 is looking great. And I don't, I I don't, I don't want to preach, you know, about next year because I'm so uncertain of what's going to happen. I like to have a great outlook on it. I like to pre, you know, like let everyone know that I'm in a position where I'm yeah, looking yeah. forward, but to the best, but you know, I'm expecting the worst again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But, uh, yeah. And speaking of fights, are you not to change that, but just real quick, are you going to watch that Ryan Garcia fight? I think it's like January 2nd or something like that. I'm so excited sure. for it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, I'm a, I'm a huge boxing fan. It's, but I, I can't wait, but that kid is so quick, man. He's, he's the new, lightweight floyd mayweather it's crazy i love it um well floyd he's fighting again isn't he fighting old logan paul is uh, that wait mayweather (laughs) is fighting logan paul i I did not know that yeah dude let's see yeah i think i think they announced that like last week that is gonna be awesome (laughs) man he's gonna get destroyed yeah but yeah i hope so because nate robinson ate dirt man Oh, and I think that was his brother, Jake Paul, right? I don't, I don't yeah, or no, somebody. I don't know. One, I get them confused all the time. I don't care about them, but <laughs> but final thoughts. Um, for me, I think that as terrible as this year has been, um, I think it it has opened the doors for some people to step through into a better situation, and I I don't mean that in any sort of you know playing down your problems way you know i understand the loss i understand the heartache i understand the heartbreak but i think it's given us a time to really see what's important to ourselves and it's given us more of an opportunity to move towards those things instead of just oh man i've got to compete in this rat race or oh man i have to I have to go hang out with these people who only want to drink with me and not nothing else. Mm -hmm. You know, it's allowed us, it it gave us an opportunity to really dive deep into ourselves and what we think about things. And for some people, it hasn't been the best for most people. It hasn't been the best, you know, Mm -hmm. but for some, I think we can use 2020 to our advantage in that, Hey, it's not rock bottom anymore. Like there's nowhere to go, but up you know <laughs> so yeah let's let's do it let's 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 keep on trucking let's yeah. make it happen absolutely rock <laughs> bottom has rock never bottom <laughs> has never felt we have, i mean the we're in a time of the world has probably never felt this much uh grief and you know Not in a long time just in a long time and yeah. for here uh i really want to alliterate that you know we we we've did we've you know we've gone through this podcast and we're we're opening up to each other and we're great but i really want to alliterate that we are trying to get this community all together we want you to feel open and if you feel like you have no one to talk to me and me and hooter here are always our doors are always open to conversations and hearing people out and because we know these times are terrible and we know everyone's going through this self-growth period uh at least we hope we hope a lot of people have gotten a lot out of 2020 as bad as it is 
Um, but it, you know, our arms are open wide and we're ready to just give you the biggest mental hug that we can, you know, we, we want to alliterate that we're here for you. And, you know, so you can follow us at almost cool pod at gmail duck or uh, actually on Instagram at yeah. almost cool pod. <laughs> and you can, you know, write us in at almost cool pod at gmail.com. If you have any questions, concerns, or just need to get something off your chest, we are more than happy to, you know, we want to start these conversations with you people too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, look us up on. Oh goodness gracious! Uh, I am totally blanking right now. My bad. <laughs> he forgot. <laughs> How did you forget? <laughs> I forget things. Man, yeah, no, this it's oh, even God. talking about retrospective twenty twenty has got my mind just in a whirlwind. Of, yeah, and I'm trying to explain myself, but it's I and I, I probably didn't come off the best way, like we were saying before. But I mean, it's you know, it's this time where we're, these conversations just lead to other thoughts and opinions. You yeah. know, like we have these conversations initially just to open the door because when we listen back, it is a thing where we're self-reflecting on ourselves. So we want, you know, that's why yeah. if you have thoughts on the show, maybe we didn't have that thought as we're talking about it. Always yeah. open. and Let us know. Let, let us, us know. know. <laughs> Leave us a review. Tell us what you hated. Tell us what you loved. Tell us how you got through 2020. Tell us all these different things. Tell us what you want to hear. Um, Please follow Martin at creation underscore of Martin. <laughs> follow me at Jordan Hooter underscore on Instagram. And yeah, like we've talked to a number of you guys already, just out of the blue from all over the place. And I think it's been a great conversation and <laughs> I can't wait to talk to more. Um, and we just love that we're shining some sort of light. If it's dim, hey, it's something. But you know, we <laughs> <laughs> ain't that the truth. <laughs> we're rolling, we're rolling with it, and we're just so excited to have this opportunity to talk to you all. So, yeah, I think that's it. You have anything else? Uh, no, let's stay strong and stay let's strong. let's band together because we're better in numbers. You know, <laughs> <laughs> better in numbers. <laughs> Moving forward, baby. You guys have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.